Hospital staff. What are your experiences with people waking from anesthesia? A patient woke up from his wisdom tooth removal, begging the doctor to let him be David Bowie. The doctor actually asked how that was supposed to happen, and the answer was that it would be fantastic. He then sang a pitch-perfect rendition of Space Oddity in an admirable Bowie impression, peed his pants, and passed out. Had a patient ring in for an endoscopy. As a matter of course, we placed a speculum, think a ball gag but a metal ring instead of a ball, in his mouth through which to pass the scope so the patient doesn't bite the scope once they're under. We typically place it right at induction of anesthesia. This patient had the presence of mind to ask us what the safe word was before he lost consciousness as we placed the speculum. One of the rare times the whole OR erupted in laughter. I once had a patient start totally trashing her sister, telling me how she's always been the black sheep of the family, is a scumbag, and wants to bang her husband. She's just going off, and sitting in the doorway was the sister, the only one there to support her after surgery. You could tell it was crushing for her. This is probably an hour after the patient left PACU, conscious but still pretty whacked out. Oh no, poor sis. Well, hopefully that anesthetic-induced spell was the motivation the sisters needed to hash out their differences once everyone was lucid again. Is it like alcohol where the whole lot of truth is said when drunk slash sedated? Or is it just fantasy bullcrap nonsense that people can sometimes spew? The whole truth comes out when you're drinking thing is probably just an old wives' tale anyway. Being inebriated in any way doesn't lend itself to fluid thinking or speaking. So I'm going to say it's just fantasy land type stuff. My dad was in a really bad motorcycle crash a while back, and when he was in and out of it, he was saying crazy crap. Like, honey, we can't keep living in this freaking tree. To my mum. Then he kept making everyone leave the room but me to tell me father-son secrets, which included crap like, go in the closet and get the kid with the big head out of the garbage bag and tell him to get a job. I had a patient pet an invisible kitty that was named after me. The next day was completely with it and was wondering what happened to that kitty. I'm an anesthesia student currently doing my clinical rotations and I had an old guy wake up and the first thing he asked was, do I still have my balls? I told him, yep, both of them. And he said, both? Oh, you guys are great. Not a hospital staff, but my great-grandfather had surgery one time and I was in the room when he woke up. He was a World War II veteran and was convinced that he was in a German World War II prisoner of war camp. He recognized me and told him I had to help him escape by killing the guards, or nurses, because he knew I knew how to kill people. I was 16, obviously a trained killer. When the nurse came in, he was calm and kept motioning with his head at her to me and finally looked at me and said, Kill her! Now! She always came back with another male nurse after that. Hey, Grandpa, remember that time you told me to murder all the hospital staff? Yeah. (laughs) I've never had a normal relationship. Wow. My grandfather had a similar response. He was convinced he was back in the war. He said, Don't go downstairs. They're doing awful things to the prisoners there. When he came to, I asked him about that, and he didn't want to talk about it. He was not a prisoner of war in the war, but was a guard at one of our own camps in the US. He said they were both good and bad guys on both sides and would not elaborate further. Nurse here, this really big hairy Turkish guy who I've never met before, told me how he loved me and that he wanted to kiss me. I'm male, by the way. My father-in-law was in a car accident that shattered his face, several vertebrae, and his pelvis. This isn't so much a story about what he said, but what he did. 
He was in a coma for three weeks and had to be heavily restrained when coming out of it. He was a Marine in Vietnam and he was captured and escaped and he still hated being restrained. My wife went to visit him on a Sunday and the doctors told him that tomorrow he was going to be the first patient to use a new $30,000 restraint system that would cause him less discomfort. On Monday afternoon, she visited again and he was in the same restraints as before. My wife asked and the nurse explained that he destroyed the restraint system. It lasted less than an hour. It wasn't salvageable. I had a lot of ear infections when I was younger, and my final time, I was about seven, I woke up to the Rugrats on a TV in the room. I hated the Rugrats at the time. Cue the following conversation. Me. Why are the Rugrats on? Doctor. You woke up earlier and you said you wanted us to put on the Rugrats. We asked why, and you said that you hated the Rugrats and wanted to watch it so you could be angry. Me. Why did I want to be angry? Doctor. You said you wanted to be angry because you don't like being so happy all the time. That's hilarious. Are you still a happy person, or did the Rugrats ruin you? Rugrats did not ruin my happiness, for long, but depression has for the past year or so, as is the case with your average Redditor. It gets easier, but it's a really slow process. Still, I do my best to wake up and make every day count for something that matters to me, because I know in the end that's what's going to make a difference. As you can probably imagine, I had a very early, angsty phase. Told to me by my wife, confirmed by the nurse. I was in bed in a hospital room waiting for surgery and they'd already given me the meds to calm me down, but they knocked me out. Two nurses came in to move me to a gurney, but they were small and I'm big and they can't move me over. My wife came over and poked me in the ribs saying, you're snoring, roll over, and I rolled right onto the gurney. Your wife is brilliant. Just goes to show a stern word from the right partner can cut through even the harshest, debilitating substance effects on the male human body. Went straight from the ER to surgery to put a plate in my badly broken arm, so I hadn't been on a ward, etc. prior to the operation. Came out of surgery and recovery and was being pushed in a hospital bed to a ward. We turned into a ward and it was full of elderly people. I was in my early 20s. I turned to the hospital porter pushing me and shouted, Sorry, we seem to have taken a wrong turn. We're in the morgue. <laughs> I hope they didn't hear you. Oh, they heard all right. It was an awkward stay after that. My first memory when waking up from shoulder surgery was a somewhat panicked nurse rummaging through the blankets at the bottom of my bed, repeatedly muttering, Where are his legs? Where are his legs? I always cross my legs when I sit or lay down, and apparently I must have done this, as I was initially coming off the anesthesia. It freaked me out for a second, but then I processed what was going on. The nurse seemed relieved when I mumbled, They're right there, and nearly kicked her in the face when I extended my legs. Patient checking in, I was 18 and just had my appendix removed. My mum was at my bedside. I wake up in more pain from the operation than the appendicitis, and even worse, my balls are itchy. I'm wearing a hospital gown and I'm out of it, so I put my hand on my stomach and run it down my skin so I can scratch my gonads. Obviously, not wearing underwear and my hand runs down an excess of smooth skin, then suddenly I'm touching my goods. I rummage around and come to the conclusion that somebody has shaved my pubes. No one told me this would happen. I was livid. It's the height of visiting hours and I'm shouting in my broad Scottish accent, Oh mum, they've shaved my pubes. I'm not happy about this. I want my pubes back. That's not right. No one told me about this. Get my pubes. My mother was mortified and she's trying to calm me down while laughing and trying to avoid a scene. They grew back in about four weeks, so it was no biggie, but at the time it was a serious issue. Yo, my balls were mad itchy after appendicitis surgery too, and yeah, the pain after the surgery was worse than the appendicitis. 
I'd gone into surgery with underwear on and came out with no underwear and no pubes. Very confusing. To clarify, my surgery was laparoscopic, so they made horizontal incisions, and the lowest one is encroaching on my pube territory. So to avoid contamination or whatever, they shave you. I was 15 when I went into surgery for my very nearly ruptured appendix, but unfortunately I was also a shy teenage girl. I kept my undies on under the gown. Before I completely faded out on the table, I heard someone say, Why does she still have her underwear on? The first time I went for surgery, I completely forgot to take mine off. It just didn't cross my mind, even though I'm a nurse and I'm fully aware. When I was in the recovery room coming around, the nurse waved a little plastic bag in front of me with underwear in it and was like, Don't worry, we'll put these in your bag. (laughs) I'm glad. They were Cookie Monster underwear. Yes, I'm a 27-year-old female. Don't judge. So I'm an ER tech and we have this regular that comes in all the time. She's an old black lady who has a lot of health issues, including dementia. This time, I'm actually not entirely sure why she was coming in, but whatever it was, she needed to be intubated. So we sedated her, put the tube in, and did what we needed. When everything was finished, we called EMS to pick her up and take her back home. When they arrived, the nurse and I went to prep her to leave. The lady is just starting to wake up from sedation, so with EMTs standing in the room, we take out her Foley catheter. She then toots out of her hoo-ha. The nurse and I smirk at each other, but this is fairly common and not the funny part. The funny part is that the noise seemed to surprise her and apparently remind her what was going on, because she gasps, then looks over to the EMTs and says in an attempt at a sexy voice, Your boys ever seen a black hoo-ha before? Everyone in the room had to take a second to attempt to regain composure, but the EMTs ended up having to leave the room and the nurse is crouching on the ground trying not to die. I, since I still have the foley in my hands, don't have this freedom and am forced to keep my sides from launching into orbit. It's since become a running joke around the ER. When my husband woke up from having his wisdom teeth surgically removed, his nurse was a rather large lady, like 350 pounds. He looked her dead in the eyes and said, You're too beautiful to be a nurse. You should have been a model. Why don't you come home with me and my wife? Uh, Yes, he was propositioning a three-way with a 50-year-old, 350-pound nurse. Most awkward moment of my life. How nice he wanted to include you, though. Even high out of his mind, he wouldn't even consider the thought of not including you. True love right there. I got my wisdom teeth out last month and was curiously subdued, my wife informed me, at least at the office. She loaded me up in the car and away we went. About halfway home, she called my mother to let her know that the surgery went well and I remained stonily quiet. After she got off the phone, I demanded that my wife call my mother back. When she did so, I told her, Mom, you have a lot of dogs and they need lots of love. Then I made the cut the call motion to my wife. When we arrived home, I was brought up short by my wife's pillowcase, which has a sloth on it. I asked out loud, Honey, there is a frickin' sloth in here. How did we catch one? They're so fast. Then she tried to take my jeans off me so I could go to sleep and I yelled, Whoa there, missy, when she grabbed for the fly. All in all, a pretty great morning. When I was 14, I had eye surgery. Coming out of anesthesia, the nurses asked me if I could remember my name. I slurred, My name is Worcestershire Source. No, wait, that's not a cool name. My name is Shark. I can't even pronounce Worcestershire Source completely sober. Impressive. So this comment was written, and I'm unable to tell if they pronounced it Worcestershire, and it's going to bother me for the remainder of this recording. My fiancé recently had her tonsils removed. Her mother and I were there when she woke up. After a few minutes, she told her mother, Now that I've got my tonsils out, I can fit more of his wang in my mouth. It was awkward. 
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. When I got my wisdom teeth out, I apparently called my Middle Eastern surgeon a sly Arabian tooth thief after coming to. That was fun to learn about when I regained mental clarity. I had surgery on my wrist and I came out of anesthesia screaming, My balls hurt! The doctor came in and asked what was wrong. I said, My balls hurt! He replied, Dude, you got wrist surgery. No one touched your balls. Doesn't necessarily mean they couldn't have been hurting, though. We're trained to do manual handling of the patient a certain way. But sometimes, while transferring from the trolley or bed into an operating table, things cannot go entirely right and part of the body hits something or is mishandled. Note, we obviously try to avoid this, and 99% of the time, nothing happens. There's also sterile drapes all over one's body, except the surgery place, pretty much in any surgery. Some surgeons forget there's a body there and kind of use it as a table, so some damage could derive from that, depending on exactly what happened. All this to say, someone might have accidentally hurt your balls during surgery. I had a lady in her 70s who drank martinis and took Xanax all day, every day. So she had such a strong tolerance to the sedation I was giving her that she just totally stopped breathing while still awake. I had to say, Ma'am, I'm gonna have to bag you now. And she mouthed, Okay. And I put the ambu bag on her face and force breathed for her until she got her respiratory effort back. Another story, I was helping with a heart procedure and the patient went into complete heart block and his heart stopped beating. I hop up on the table and start chest compressions while they're hurriedly trying to put in a temporary pacing wire. I had an arterial pressure waveform on the monitor so I could see exactly how hard to do the compressions and the man never lost consciousness. So I'm doing chest compressions on a dude while he looks right at my face the whole time. So it was like, press, press, sorry, press, press, sorry, for about two minutes until the pacing wire was in place. Not a doc, but a few years ago, I had my gallbladder removed. Two stories from that ordeal. Going into surgery, I was being given anesthesia. During this, I apparently looked up at the tech and asked him to remove the mask from my face so I could scratch my nose. He said, no, and I passed out halfway through my response of, ah. Still very out of it, getting ready to be discharged after a day, if I recovered, it was very bad and I was on a lot of meds, I stood up to change and could feel the incision just below my navel open. I looked down and my hand was red and there was a growing red spot on the gown. I look up and see the color drain from my mother's face, to which I respond, It's cool, I got this. Got back into bed, hit the call button and say, I don't mean to bother you, but one of my incisions appears to have reopened. No, I'm not in pain, but there is a fair bit of blood. If you could have someone stop by when they're free, that would be awesome. Not 15 seconds later, a nurse comes flying into the room, looks, and says, Holy crap! Be right back with supplies! And flies out of the room before returning and fixing the problem. When asked why I wasn't panicking, I simply responded, I figure I'm already in the right place for this sort of thing. I was the patient. I'd had all four wisdom teeth out at once, and I woke up earlier than expected for recovery. Early enough that they hadn't taken out the wadding at the back of my mouth meant to absorb the blood. So I woke up, immediately felt like I was choking, and panicked. I leapt off the bed and a bunch of nurses came to restrain me. Still out of it, I fought them and definitely gave one of them a good punch before they got me back in the bed. I passed out again straight away. Still feel bad about it. Poor nurse. 
When I got all four of my wisdom teeth taken out, the nurse tried to put me in a wheelchair. Cue dialogue. Super hot nurse. Let's get you in a wheelchair. Me? I got it, baby. Think Fetty Wap type accent. I'm very white. Super hot nurse. Oh no, I don't think that's a good idea. Me tries to stand but slams into wall and slides down face first. <laughs> Super hot nurse. Oh no! She put me in the wheelchair and rolled me to the car. I giggled the whole way there while leaning my head on her hand and looking up at her face. Side note, hands down the best two weeks of summer I've ever had. KFC potatoes and ice cream all day while in a medicated stupor? Hell yes. I hear I just played Minecraft with my little brother and dug enormous holes the entire time. About a week and a half afterwards, I asked him what the frick I'd been doing, and he said, You've dug four 50 by 50 holes to bedrock with staircases around the sides. All the minerals are in 200 large chests surrounding the holes. When he asked why 50 by 50, he said that I turned to him, looked him in the eye and told him, It's what they would have wanted. All of our friends were tripping out, saying, What's he doing? He'd reply, What do you think? He's being force-fed mashed potatoes while he mumbles. We're almost finished. The plans will be completed. I love this story. Also, playing video games in a med-induced trance while being fed soft foods kind of sounds like the best-case scenario post-hospitalization to me. Came out of anesthetic, and the lead nurse decides it's time to tell me about post-op care. She says, Now this is going to be a pain in the butt. And I said, If that's the case, then you guys performed the wrong procedure. It was a nose operation. The assistant nurse started laughing. Lead nurse, not so amused. When I got my wisdom teeth out, they strapped my arm down for the IV anesthetic. Apparently before passing out, I looked up at the white-haired German dentist and said in my best connery, Goldfinger, do you expect me to talk? The dentist didn't reply, but he did tell me after surgery that it was one of the funniest things anyone ever asked him in a haze. My dental surgeon had a hilarious Bond villain-esque name, and I made some jokes about it in the weeks up to getting my wisdom teeth out, like how I hoped I still had my kidneys when I woke up, etc. On the actual day, I was petrified of making the same jokes to the surgeon in a drug-induced haze and embarrassing myself. So apparently, I kept asking the nurse, I didn't say anything bad, did I? No, my darling, you were out like a light. Are you sure I didn't say anything bad? Over and over. A friend was in a car crash, pretty bad. He was in a coma for two months and he had a female doctor. For two months until he came out of his coma, every time his doctor was checking on him, he would reach up and grab her bosom, guessing he heard her voice. When we told him about that, he didn't believe us, so he asked her and she confirmed it. She said she never stopped him because it seemed to keep him calm. I think this qualifies. Colonoscopy, in this big lounge chair, still half asleep in the recovery, I half roll over and let rip the biggest toot in history. The devil himself created this one. I open half an eye at the nurse and ask, Was that me? Jaw on the ground. She nods and I go back to sleep. I mean, you have to toot after the colonoscopy or they don't let you go home. Give back the air or we'll call the police. As a patient, I had to get five teeth pulled. The nurse was helping my mum shuffle me to the car. I turned to thank her but couldn't get my mouth to work, so I bowed and doffed an imaginary cap. Anastasia? My BFF had a vasectomy and when he was first given the drugs, three nurses walked in there that were rather attractive. He looked up with his wife in the room and says, If I would have known there was going to be hot women in here, I would have worn my big dick. He wasn't put under, just given drugs to relax him. I'm guessing Valium or something equivalent. And he is one funny motherfucker to begin with. 
When the surgery was over, the doctor was telling him he needed to arrive ten times before he was sterile. As he was being wheeled out of the waiting room and in front of little kids, he was demanding a prescription for oral fun times. Probably my proudest moment of him, his wife still to this day loves to bring up this story. I shadowed a surgery once with this guy who woke up saying, Give it to me straight, duck. Will I ever play the piano again? All of us were cracking up and he then goes, Oh, wait, I don't know how to play the piano. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.